Hey everybody, we're back with another episode of Is It That Deep Though? How are y'all? How are you, Cynthia? <laughs> My audience will be here. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the weather has changed in a good way. I feel like fall always makes me feel nostalgic. Yeah. Like when that, you know that feeling like the weather is like in the 70s in the morning and then it, I don't know, like the way the wind moves. Something about it makes me feel like like old memories. Yeah, like it's crisp. <laughs> it's like going to school. Exactly. Younger. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. Is that it? Because like we went to school around this time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it reminds me of elementary school specifically, like going so, to school. Uh, forever <laughs> into our 30s and 40s. Right. At this time of the year, it's going to be like, oh, nostalgia. <laughs> this time. like a kid again. <laughs> What's really crazy is I saw a Twitter post about um, the song Sweater Weather by The Neighborhood that came out like uh-huh. 10 years ago. Every like fall, it like pops back up and like the billboard, really? whatever. And now I think it's like, ta- I think it's like 50 on Billboard Hot 100 now. For, good the for them. Yeah. They're a good band. They yeah. have good music. They do. I like their music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like, like they're, they're the kind of band that I used to be like, I can't like them. They're corny or they're pop, too pop or- Whatever. They make good songs. I like their album with the chip, whatever he was in silver. Oh, wait. Is that the one with the, that came, like the one that came out in 2012, 13? No, it's the latest album, I thought. Oh, okay. It came out like a year ago. Uh, If they were coming to Austin, I would buy my ticket, damn it. I would be I mean, if you could even get one, because if it was in the fall, I'm sure a lot of people would get it. Because I feel like people remember that the neighborhood exists, like when that song becomes popular again. Yeah, like they're not they're not super on my radar. I I know of concerts immediately if it's like James Blake, you know, like artists that I like actively follow. Yeah. Sales. I'm constantly looking at sales tour lists of tour dates to be like, where are y'all going? But like other groups like uh Dayglow and yeah, like uh Sweater Weather or whatever their name is. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't know until they'd probably been sl- sold out. Although I am going to Dayglow in December. That's gonna be fun. Ooh. Oh my god. He's gosh, from wait. Austin. He makes fun white people music. it's fun white people music like music is for everybody but i think it's kind of fun sometimes to call certain musicians like white people music oh yeah i have bands like that i have a whole playlist that i listen to when i like work that is basically (laughs) music like that like oh my gosh what's that one band called oh hippocampus stuff like that oh i don't know them oh you gotta put me on put me on send me send me your favorite song maybe i'll put me on sales like I love sales. They're my favorite of, white people band. Yeah. No, I mean, well, one of them is Asian, but they're I mean, come on. Look know. at the uh, anyways, let's not get into semantics. Yeah. <laughs> let's not get into semantics. <laughs> I saw some fun news items. First of all, congrats because Adnan Syed's conviction was just like vacated. Like today, that. right? Yeah, yeah. Like breaking Bro. news today. So okay. I, it's been so long since I've listened to Serial. Like, that, I won't listen to it, like, when it first came out. So, at the time, it seemed like it was, like, a cl- I mean, not a closed case, but it just seemed like the cards were against him. So, like, what's happened in the past 10 years? Yeah. So, Serial did make a big impact mm. because he'd been in prison before Serial even covered the story. He was yeah. locked up in 1999, and they only covered the story like eight or nine years ago, I think eight years ago. And at that time, like he was still going through trial, like every year or so, his team was trying to overturn the conviction. Because mm-hmm. of, you know, obvious things like, you know, defense withholding or the, 
prosecutors withholding information from defense. You know, they never actively physically linked him to her body or anything like that. And then there were two other suspects that they didn't really completely clear. Mm. Um, And then they also kind of coerced somebody into pointing him as the guy because they were like, we have all this other dirt on you. You better point him as the murderer. Like they got him to um, take the stand and be like, yes, he told me he did it when that probably didn't happen. Yeah, a lot of shit. And so they kept like, it just seemed at the time, whoever was the DA was like, we will never overturn this. It is closed. We solved it. Boo hoo. We don't care. Mm -hmm. But the prosecutors today decided to vacate that conviction and yeah, they they have to just to decide within the next 30 days if they're going to, you know, do a new case or not. But he, I read that he has to wear like an ankle monitor. So he's not like completely free. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Man. At this point, how old is he? That was 1999. Yeah. And he was like super young then. Like 18. Yeah. That was like 22 years ago. He's almost 40. If not so more. He's got to be like 40, 42. Dang. Oh, my gosh. I cannot imagine being... I mean, that's how you even come out of prison after that much time. I know. Like, what do you even do with yourself? Like, how do you even feel? It's got to be so crazy. So weird. Like the day that he probably had been praying for comes and it's like, so what now? I mean, honestly, he has a lot of ways to go. Like he could write a book. He can do interviews. But I mean, his mental health like i don't know if he's in a place where he can talk about anything mm-hmm. you know he's not i mean how many people leave prison and immediately are like how can i capitalize off of this <laughs> for a lot of people it's gonna take like years for him to like even be ready to like i don't know but good yeah. for him i think yeah. everybody's pretty much like happy because you can't really i don't think i think most people don't think he did it another uh, fun thing that i saw on the internet today um <laughs> uh, so adam <laughs> so adam levine this like young oh, girl did you see that oh. on tiktok oh i didn't listen i didn't watch the video but i saw all the things on twitter oh whole- i saw it on tiktok no the gist okay yeah. She so him? this girl who appears, I mean, to me, she, I, anyway, she's in her, to me, she looks like she's in her early 20s, mm-hmm. maybe mid 20s. She's like an IG model. She talks about how there was a time in her life when she was like Adam Levine's secret girlfriend, basically. For a year, she was with him. He was married at the time. And she says she knew, but she was just like, I was young. He manipulated me, whatever. And so finally, she broke up with, she broke it off with him. And then, Apparently, like a few months after she broke it off with him, he hit her up in her DMs like, hey, I'm thinking of like naming my like I'm about to have a kid. If it's a boy, like I want to name him your name. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. Like dead serious. And she was like, am I in hell? Uh. <laughs> Is this hell? Because what the hell? You would really name your new baby after your side chick? Oh my gosh. That like, How do you not think to yourself? I'm going to look at this kid and think of that that old that young thing i used to be right with, like <laughs> and be forever remembered of that and not only do that but also tell her <laughs> that i'm gonna do that via instagram why did he even ask her opinion what the fuck was that to do like so is it because he like cared about her opinion i would really i don't think so i don't i feel like it's a power play or some type of manipulation Ooh. thing because it's like why would he care it's his kid yeah. And I mean, unless he was like, unless he was like, I don't want it to come out. And then you hit me up and start threatening to like expose me. Mm-hmm. Like, let me run it by you. But that's just so fucking. Why would you even want to do that? Right. You're Adam Levine. And why would you want to? No, I mean, as a human being, like, fuck oh, all yeah. the celebrity shit. If mm-hmm. I 
But see, the thing that I'm, people are, you know, in the comments, they're like, the only victims are his wife and children, his poor wife, because she's pregnant again with his third child now. Um, They're like, does she even know? She probably doesn't know. And I'm like, y'all need to like, (laughs) these people are not like us. I just, in my head, these celebrities, like the Adam Levines, especially of the world, Mm -hmm. it's not even cheating. It's like, if it's not specifically discussed that he's going to do him, mm-hmm. it's got to be some sort of silent understanding. Mm-hmm. It's got like, there's no way. No, I mean, they've apparently been married for 10 years. There's no way on earth that I would ever marry a man who even looks like Adam Levine, let, let alone mm-hmm. has his money and his fame. Mm-mm. I couldn't be with Adam Levine, the person, and think for a second that he was going to go to the grave faithful and monogamous with me. Mm. That doesn't even compute in my head. Like, a man that fine Mm. and that famous and that rich is going to keep his dick to himself for eternity? Mm. It's not happening. (laughs) It's just not happening. Not in the celebrity culture. Yeah. Not at all, right? So I didn't even think for a second that it was cheating. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was like a... I mean, I he. I mean, it. I don't know them. We don't know if his wife specifically knows, or if it's just like a "do you," but like "don't embarrass me" kind of thing, or like a you know. He's probably. I mean, he has so many gigs. Like he has a band. I don't know how often they tour. Studio mm-hmm. sessions. You know, he's been on The Voice since the start of The Voice. He's busy. People like that are barely home. Right. Right. So I can't assume. I wouldn't even begin to assume me a normal civilian human being. Mm-hmm. that even though he's barely ever home he only sleeps with his wife like that doesn't even make sense of course he like of course he like has girlfriends <laughs> mm, and if that's the, and then like okay that's the case then that's the case i feel like that can be the case and we don't need to know about it it could like appear like okay there he's married and whatever if they're doing so, if he's doing something on the side or whatever and that's the like understanding the unspoken understanding that's fine but to like know that and know that like okay if i dm this person asking if it's okay for me to name my child after them i don't know i feel like that is where it's like what if that was leaked that doesn't look good like i, I mean lo- she did she showed it so apparently she was saying like the whole point is that she told a few friends that she trusted about this and sent them screenshots. And apparently one of those friends was like selling it to a tabloid. Oh, wow. So she put this video to get in front of it to be like, I own it. That was me. I don't feel good about it. I know now I know better now Mm -hmm. he was manipulating me. And now that you bring up the whole like that sounds like manipulation to like hit her up later and be like, you know, I'm going to I think I might name my kid your name. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Now I'm like, he probably was manipulative as shit. Like he looks like a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Like a man that fine with a voice that high pitched. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Again, I don't don't know him. I don't know him from Adam, but I just don't feel like that would be what is the intention behind was the function behind doing that what do you gain from telling this girl that you have complete power over she has no power over you you can pick her up and leave her wherever you got her why does she need to know that you're tra- you're trying to like name your child after her i don't know but yeah i mean i i just think that's i mean the idea of even wanting to do that whether he brought her into it or not is like you're fucked up you're yeah. really fucked up for that that's weird that's some weird shit and finally the last thing that i have is this <laughs> this uh <laughs> This this period ah period oh girl. Uh, <laughs> period. <laughs> 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 okay, first, 
before we jump into that, I just, I remember, I think it was last week or maybe a couple, uh, like before it blew up, when she first posted that video, there's this TikToker, this like Eritrean guy who's like 23. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> soon before the video even finished and he screamed and he was like, oh, what was that? I was like, I don't even know what to say. And he, it was just really funny. And I was like, oh, that was just some random video that he stitched and he's popular and it like blew up. But the fact that we're going to get, I guess, yeah, describe what period, uh, period. I mean, everybody knows it's this okay. like girl with like thick, fake lashes and I don't even know away. any. I, I don't know anything about her. I don't know where she's from. I don't know if she's American. I don't know if she's British. I don't know if she actually looks like that or if it was cosplay for the video. But the, <laughs> I saw the video because both Regine, Lil Wayne's daughter, yeah. and Chloe Bailey, oh, yeah. Chloe Bailey stitched mm-hmm. it with their own like music or whatever. Like Chloe's was actually serious. Like she mm-hmm. actually put thought into her, her verse. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, does she not know what she's doing by doing this? Like you it made it, all... you made it legitimate now. Like now people are actually going to remember this girl forever. Like I heard, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if now the girl is signed to Cardi B or something like she is. She, <laughs> is, she is. Yes. To Cardi B. I don't know if it's Cardi B, but she's signed <laughs> to someone. Yeah. Cause I saw on Twitter, something <laughs> like, you know the period, ah, period uh, girl signed. Boy <laughs> <laughs> like, Bailey did something. Young baby Tate did something. I was like, why are y'all? This is you just know, so serious. You know though, you know what sucks though is like, why can't we just have fun? Like, why, why can't it just be funny? Like, it's fucking, it's funny though. It is. It was, it was funny. It was Damn, funny. like <laughs> every time some white person does something fucking ridiculous, why can't we laugh and and build jokes off of it? Why must we always have to be like, think of a bigger picture? You're gonna eventually turn her into a millionaire, and she's gonna be co-opting our music, and she's gonna be winning Grammys, and da-da-da. it's like, why can't we just laugh? It's funny. <laughs> It's funny, but y'all can't see me. My fist is in the air. The thing that's crazy is she did. She got signed. She probably will turn into Bad Baby or bad, whatever her name is. Yeah. I mean, if she does and she's successful, that means there's a market for it. So oh, I don't know. Ugh, People wouldn't buy it if they didn't like it. I don't know. Like, I used to be annoyed about the Bad Baby thing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, like. If she's making money, it's because people are paying for the songs. So, well, who who am I to be like, no, she can't be an artist. Even if she's not writing her music, she has the look that people like. She has the voice Does people she? like. No, no I mean, they're literally putting money in her pocket. Like, I, if she was a flop, she would have flopped and she wouldn't be making money. Like, I don't know. It, there's just too many things to be mad about. I was mad about that until finally I just stopped giving a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. because people are choosing to pay for it so like am i mad at her or am i mad at the people paying for it like people can do whatever they want this girl the fact that i'm literally seeing black people end their closing statements by saying period ah period uh. like (laughs) i don't know if i can get to your point friend i can't i don't i'm not there yet i'm still i'm annoyed because it's it's black people that are putting her on it's I not know. white people. White people, if I went to work tomorrow, I'd be like, do you know who period is? They'd be like, excuse me? Who is that? What is Well, that? if they were like in their early 20s, they probably would know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know any. I mean, she's her her reach is far. It's just so fucking <laughs> funny. To, like, people aren't even saying period anymore. No. They're not saying period per anymore. They're saying period ah, period. <laughs> yeah, and it's always, it's always two parts. You can't just say one part. Period ah, period. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of the video. Like, I just wanted to be a point. 
point of like, okay, this is funny. And we're, I don't know. I want this to be funny. Haha. That's it. Not funny. A whole million dollars. Like I want it to be funny. Haha. It's just but. fucking funny. To, it's so funny to me. Like, sorry, the video had me die. I'm like, what is I can I can I could easily be like this is so fucking funny I'm gonna just do it because it's funny like we all can't be on our Spike Lee shit all the time like to me I, I just gotta chalk this up to the game it's fucking funny although I did think as I was watching Chloe do it duet it with her real song I was like you know what's funny is like she could possibly end up being more successful than you like three years from now yeah. like you're gonna be at fucking like Lollapalooza and she's gonna be the act that gets to go on after you oh my gosh <laughs> and her, your names are gonna be right next to each other your fucking your fucking team your record label is gonna be like so you need to be featured on uh your <laughs> on the <laughs> next song <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna be like but wait she's not a real artist they're gonna be like you don't have a choice <laughs> she's what's hot right now <laughs> they're gonna send you your ab your ass tracks over i mean so i feel like Nicki minaj will do a song with her in five years as, oh, long, uh... as long as she pledges her allegiance to Nicki. Nicki will do a song with anybody who kneels before the throne <laughs> it's true she did it with six nine and these people that she makes a song with i'm like who the fuck are these people? <laughs> like, she should be the Beyonce of rap, and she does not act like it. She really lowers herself in her behavior and also in her 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 collaboration choices. It's just fucking weird. Like, how can you even be a, like a like a I mean, you can like her music, I guess. But how can you even be like on her team or like? I won't even talk about those people because they're not mentally mm. well. They are actually mentally ill. But they're very unserious. How can you even want to see her win? Like the way she acts and behaves and the things she chooses to do, even like hosting a segment of the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. It's like, why would you even lower yourself to be on Bravo like this? What mm. are you doing? It's not you're above this. It's, it's but then she also married like a, a literally like an um, offender, a, yeah. A rapist yeah. and murderer. So it's like. I mean, you don't want to win. You are choosing, you're purposefully doing things that lower your stock. So I can't help. I I mean, I just, I don't know how we got to talking about her. Oh, because I said Nikki would probably do a song with her. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. You saw the thing with um Kimberly Nicole Foster and her bar? Oh, yeah, I saw, I didn't watch her video on it. Either, yeah. I just heard about it on the blogs that like, yeah. I mean, the the thing is, I mean, this has nothing to do with the, the black backlash she got. Oh, when yeah. I read the tweet that she said where she's like, it's obvious that Nicki Minaj is a terrible person. I was like, okay, whoa. I know. I literally, I made this. Face, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, with your platform, why would you say that? I, yeah. I wouldn't even say that. I, I wouldn't even say that. Because it's like, you nothing. don't know her. Yeah. You can have your opinions. I mean, but it's like, you, you've never had a conversation with her. And that's like pretty wild to say, especially when you know her fan base. Like, why would you say that? Mm -hmm. But and then seeing that people were literally like, I don't know, doxing her phone number and, yeah, and like her, literally threatening yeah. her life and things that's mm -hmm. like uncalled for that shouldn't like that's not an equal response i saw people in the blogs being like well you were negative first what you think was gonna happen to which i'm like okay whoa it's not oh. equal though <laughs> no it's not you need to know where she lives because she said she doesn't like nikki she she deserves to have her life in jeopardy potentially because she said nikki minaj is a terrible person <laughs> 
That's ridiculous. I just also thought like she's too old and too like recognizable to say that. Like, why would you say that? And engage with that um, community that's filled with like 18 year olds, if that. Yeah. I mean, and she's used to people coming at her because she has said stuff that pulled other, you know, like she's just used to being mm-hmm. not like harassed, but like being dragged on the internet. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, hey, I mean, you know, it's funny. She looks so different than she used to. She does. <laughs> She does. The money glow up is everything. It really is. I was literally going to say she's like, she glows in her videos now. Oh yeah. She wears makeup in every video now and her hair is straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it made me kind of think like even looking at Crystal from the read from like oh, her yeah. early days to like when they finally got their own TV show. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants the. Anyway, you know what? Let me drop it. This is actually a good segue into one of the topics that I wanted to bring up. <laughs> For today's episode, there are two things I want to talk about, but they're related to each other. First, it all surrounds language, just language in general. So first, I want to talk about mental health terminology. All of this came from a post that I saw on Twitter where someone said that Gregory from Abbott Elementary um, was on the autism spectrum or actually autistic. That's the language that's more appropriate. Was autistic and so was, um, I don't know the name of the character from the movie Nope, but Daniel Kaluuya's character. His name was OJ. OJ, okay. Either he was, or he had ADHD. No, Kiki Palmer's character had ADHD. He was autistic and and all of this type of stuff. And then I was like, okay, well, y'all can have your fun, whatever. But I kept seeing posts like that because I like to spoil myself. I haven't seen Nope, but I've looked enough about it that I feel like I know what the movie's about. Because You I haven't love seen it yet? My life. No. What's wrong with you? Why haven't you gone? I know. And now I know more about it than I feel like I should. Why haven't so, you gone to see it? I, I saw, and you had the nerve to put up a fist earlier. Continue. <laughs> Anyway, I was looking stuff up on Twitter and apparently somebody had retweeted the post saying that Kiki Palmer had ADHD, Daniel Kalula had uh, autism, and what's his face? Jordan Peele liked it. So everyone was like, oh, this is a confirmation. They were on the spectrum. They have to stop. And I'm like, okay, at what point can I put my hat in the ring and discuss this? Because I feel like of anybody, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like the most qualified person to talk about mental health, but I feel like I'm pretty qualified. And it it frustrates me a little bit, but to the point that I feel like I have to say something when people ascribe diagnose or subscribe diagnoses on people without knowing all the information, just based on like a presentation that we assume is related or associated with a specific disorder. This is coming up now more for me now that I'm working with OCD populations, because for like our entire lives, we hear people talk about OCD, like, oh, I'm OCD. I clean my room every day. Day and I'm OCD, OCD. And then when you actually meet people who have OCD, it's like, yeah, no, no, OCD is a legitimate, obviously, disorder. And it can be really debilitating to the point where you can't do anything. It impairs your life. It impairs relations that you have with other people. You're constantly anxious. You're constantly compulsive, like having compulsions or having to perform these rituals. It makes life really hard to the point where like you're in therapy every single day. Like I have a patient who we see every single day in therapy for OCD. One thing that it made me think about is like, okay, at what point, because we're in a society, we're in a culture now where mental health is talked about more freely, which is great. People are able to relate to mental health conversations and relate to these diagnoses and feel confirmed in how they feel, which is great. But I I don't know where the line is where it's like, okay, it's great that you feel that this is relatable, but you have not been diagnosed with this. I don't know. I feel personally, sometimes I feel bad for thinking that because I can see how it provides some people some comfort, especially as a mental health professional. But it's like, Gregory does not have autism. And I can't, I mean, I didn't test him. The character hasn't been described as having autism. Why is that so important? I know representation is important, but why do you want a representation that isn't true? And I wonder if that's something that you have ever noticed or experienced, or maybe I'm super sensitive because I 
think about it a lot. You know, what's funny is I feel like there is a breed. Gen Z just really likes I can't stand y'all. Uh, they <laughs> like labels a lot. Mm-hmm. And they also like to use the buzz buzzwords a lot. Yeah. I feel like if any of them heard you saying this, they'd probably say it's elitist and gatekeeping to feel like somebody requires a diagnosis. Not everybody can afford to see a psychiatrist. Yeah. So the fact that you are saying that we aren't what we are because we haven't paid to have a professional diagnosis as if that wouldn't take thousands of dollars and not everybody's insured. Like, I feel like that would be an argument that they would have. It that's, be. again, why I say I hate y'all. Because, like, <laughs> y'all make everything so much fucking more than it needs to be. I was on a... There was this... um. This uh, TikTok I was watching and the guy was talking about movies where the trailers were misleading and the actual movie was different than mm-hmm. what the trailer gave. This dude had the nerve to say, Bridge to Terabithia, the movie, that the trailer seemed like a lighthearted kids movie, but the movie was actually a lot darker because of what happens to one of the main characters. Bridge to Terabithia. This is a book yeah. that has been around for decades before that movie even came out. Right. I grew up with it. I feel like yep. a lot of kids grew up with it. You could have read it. So people in the comments were like, how is that misleading? It's a it's a book. Yeah. And he was like, that's gatekeeping because not everybody has access to books. It's gatekeeping what? to say, bitch, it's been a book. It's a book. You could have checked it out for the public library. What do you mean it's Literally. gatekeeping? What do you mean? I guess it's like not everybody has that. No, I can't. No, I can't, I can't even. No, think about because it. I would understand that if you were saying, if you personally, young man, can't read, if that's the case, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Because the rest of us can. So that's the only gate that you could probably have reached and couldn't open because you can't read. Actually, bringing up that it's a book is gatekeeping because some people can't read. Some people can't read. (laughs) Check your privilege. privilege. Check your privilege. I mean, (laughs) I'm just like, I wanted to comment so bad and be like, gatekeeping? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) because <laughs> I, th- I thought i was not reading it correctly i read it i read his sentence a few times because i was like, like wait is gatekeeping, to- <laughs> is gatekeeping to say that this is a book that's been popular and that it- the ending was not surprising y'all didn't know that the girl dies in bridge to terabithia that's on you I mean, the book is not as popular as Harry Potter, so I can't make that equivalency of being like, you did not know that the teacher was actually Voldemort. Like, I can't make that equivalence, but like, it's a very popular book. I'm sorry that some of y'all like didn't go to the library as kids or just didn't like to read. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But anyways, back to your point. Yeah. I feel like this, it almost made me think of like how people say like Skeeter from Doug is black. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... Some people just want to feel seen. So you just like (laughs) throw shit onto characters and it's like, where the fuck did you get that from? It's nothing. It's maybe just a feeling. Maybe just a a kinship you feel. But you're making it up. It's all in your head. (laughs) Well, I will. Well, just real quick, just tangent of that. So is Brain and Arthur. He's black, right? Brain is black. They're animals. Brain is black. In my head, Arthur's family was black. Brain was black. Yeah, you know, but like they're animals, so no, <laughs> not really, not actually. Well, he was white. Of course, she was white. 
I think I think Francine was Oxycontin Jewish or Oxycontin Jewish. I think so. Yeah, she was Jewish. Yeah. Uh, now, but that was actually something that they told us. She was Jewish in the in That's the show. True. But no, these animals aren't actually black. So I, I <laughs> guess it's not that different for people to look at movie characters now or fictional characters and be like, they're autistic because it just makes people, I guess. Feel, but I also feel like the people calling these characters autistic aren't autistic themselves. Yes. And to go off of like, okay, let's say I had that conversation with someone who was born in 2003 and they rebutted me being like, well, you know, there are all these systemic issues. And it's like, I understand that. In fact, I've studied that at length. So I completely get it. And I will also say that like DSM diagnoses are not perfect. The way that we define and categorize mental disorders isn't perfect. The categories overlap greatly. If you have anxiety, you probably have depression. And if you have anxiety, you probably have OCD and there's so much comorbidity. There's a lot that's wrong with it. So I completely understand that. And you don't necessarily need to be formally diagnosed with an anxiety disorder to know that you're anxious. I understand that. And it's true and it's valid. And that's what I teach. At the same time, I feel like there's something that's missing that you are not receiving that you feel like calling yourself autistic when you have not been evaluated. We need, I want to know what that thing is so we can get to what that is and not use a the diagnosis that you don't have or that you self-diagnose from a screening that you got on Tumblr, because that's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I won't take away that feeling of validity from being like, oh, this profile of symptoms or this diagnostic checklist maps onto how I feel. Maybe this is what's going on with me. That is completely valid. I completely understand that. I've seen that. But at the same time, like using that as a point to justify behaviors that are not appropriate, especially the way that you treat other people, or using that as a point to like talk down or talk punch down to other people or just like social justice warrior which is so terrible i can't believe i even said that phrase but i i feel like i'm a point in my life where i feel like it needs to be said it's not helpful quinta she never said that gregory was autistic so i'm not gonna say that he's autistic outside of having peculiar interests which is what that character is presented as there are no, i don't notice any other autism mm -hmm. autistic symptoms so I don't know, but that's all to say that like that is something that like the language and what that means and how it's talked about on social media comes up with mental health. And it also comes up in this idea of encouragement versus like endorsement, where I feel like people feel encouraged. Like there's a difference between being encouraged and there's a difference between being endorsed. And I feel like sometimes those things get conflated. An example of that is let's say that you feel encouraged by being represented. That's great. I also think that some people endorse thoughts or feelings or behaviors that aren't necessarily helpful to feel encouraged and use that as a, a means to justify things that aren't helpful. And I think I see that like online, like for example, Nick Cannon, that's like the worst sentence that was ever said in history, but Nick Cannon, he has nine kids or his ninth kid, whatever. He put out a post on social media saying like, you know, we're about to have this baby or something like that. Everything is good. All positivity, uh, no low privational comments. Like I only want positive comments in, in the comment section, da, 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 all the type of stuff. Wanting encouragement for something that we all know is just like not right. And then what it actually is doing is endorsing like bad behavior. So I don't know if that's something that you've noticed online or if that's like a phenomenon that you've noticed, but I feel like that kind of goes along with people using mental health as a reason to justify things that aren't really helpful or justify bad behavior or unhelpful behavior, let me not say bad, and things like that. I don't know that I think that using terms like low vibrational energy or comments is like akin to mental health speak. Okay, no, uh, I think okay, it's just no. like internet woo-woo bullshit talk, mm -hmm. vibrations and low 
vibrational energy. You can't tell people how to respond to you. Like if you have your comments on and you're a public figure, they're going to say what they want. I think ever since mental health has become like a thing that people love to talk about, because this is like actually part of your profession. So, you know, actual terms and tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. But on the Internet, it's just like a fun buzzword to talk about. And, you know, now it's like an out for a lot of people to be like, I can kind of collapse under pressure and just mention mental mm-hmm. health and everybody has to shut the fuck up and let me yeah. just be terrible or not be good at my job or be a bad friend because I said mental health or whatever. Right. Or because right, I right. said anxiety or I said depression. So now you have to back the fuck off and I don't have to take any accountability for right. the way that I'm behaving. And that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, I, I think it's half because of what I said, just like mental health has become a topic that we were, you know, everybody was trying to talk about more to like normalize it and encourage people to go to therapy. For but sure. it's not that uh, more people are going to therapy, but also some people are just using now these terms they've seen online mm-hmm. to excuse their behavior rather than actually learning tools to adjust or deal with things. Mm -hmm. And then too, I just think that some people, the drift or the affinity for labels now is because I guess the world is scary. People Mm -hmm. don't know how to deal with things. And so just to make a little bit more sense of stuff and to know maybe more of who you are, it's just like now everybody's drawn to labeling themselves in every way possible. Mm -hmm. Everybody's big on fucking uh, signs. Not They're not zodiac signs. Horoscopes? Horoscopes, astrology. Yes, there you go. Astrology yeah. signs. Everybody's so fucking big on those. Mm-hmm. Lots of people are claiming to be autistic or depressed or ang- suffer from anxiety, certain things. People are, I'll keep it to just those. Okay. I don't want to tear it, veer to anything I else. I know. I feel like I, I'm veering. I'm veering. I, I will just say that there are other labels in other demographics that people are also claiming that they probably aren't necessarily a part of that community or that label really doesn't mean that much to them to them but they just feel more like I'm getting my bearings Mm -hmm. I need to feel I need to you know I need to tell people how to treat me I need to stand out in a way I need special treatment I need xyz I need things easy for me you can't talk to me that way I have ADD (laughs) like you can't expect this from me like you were I guess this is all what you were saying Mm -hmm. but yeah I just think it's people just kind of like learning like there's a cheat code to make Mm -hmm. people handle me easier Mm -hmm. and it's to put these labels on me and then you have to be kind because the internet told you no yeah yeah and like I feel like that is where I just get like a little tense about it at the same time you know i do recognize i'm coming from a point of like privilege in terms of understanding these things and i don't want to seem like oh i'm gatekeeping what autism is or whatever obviously not and even saying whatever is like me dismissing that anyway it's like, not or whatever though like you actually went to school for fucking six years yeah to be an expert in this subject matter so you should be able to say i'm a fucking expert right, it's not right. about you know, like not, I mean, you're, I think we're both agreeing, like you don't necessarily have to be diagnosed. Right. Because actually, if you think you are autistic and you're willing to do the research on your own mm-hmm. and you're willing to learn some tools on your own, mm-hmm. then that's useful because right. you shouldn't have to spend so much money to learn how to deal with life or how to learn better tools just to deal with life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're just using it to say, if you're not even really doing much research and you're just giving yourself this label so that people have to back off mm-hmm. and be nice to you and let you be weird or let you, you know, have your requirements of how they treat you. Mm-hmm. Then like, fuck off, honestly. Like y'all make, that's why it's so hard to be believed about actually possibly suffering from something. Cause there's mm-hmm. so many people who aren't actively treating these 
these diagnoses with respect Mm -hmm. and actively doing deep research to be at least maybe 70% sure that you qualify under this Mm -hmm. or, you know, going to a mental health professional and getting an actual diagnosis. And I get it's a very nuanced conversation because another thing that comes to mind is there was a show called Love on the Spectrum that was on uh, Netflix. And it was a bunch about a bunch of people who were autistic finding love. They'd like either they've never dated before. They've never had like a relationship or something like that. And there was one couple that met on the show. One of the girls was named Abby. The guy was named David. They both had autism and they like fell in love. They're still together. I think they're like in their early 20s. Abby and her mom have like a TikTok where they talk about because Abby's like, what, 24. She makes she makes hats. She likes Disney princesses. She likes going to the zoo. She hangs out with her boyfriend, all the type of stuff. And her mom talks about all the things that they did in Abby's childhood in terms of going to intensive like ABA therapy and like um, having different like behavior protocols and things like that to help her manage her autism, which have been incredibly helpful. The way Abby is today is because of a lot of that treatment and a lot of that therapy, emotional regulation, social skills training. Like had she not had all that early intervention, life would have been a lot more difficult for her. Not to say that she would have been worse, but life would have just been harder. I think there was a video where she was describing um, her feelings. Like she wanted to do something. Her mom either said like that, we can't do that now, but maybe later. And she was describing her feelings as like a Disney princess character or something. And her mom was like, "Mm mm-mm you what is your actual feeling like how are you feeling and then she had to work at it and then she said the actual emotion that she was feeling people in the comments were like you're not being inclusive if she wants to describe her feelings as a disney princess or whatever as Belle, you know or as ariel all that type of stuff and the mom was going back and forth in the comments i was like looking at the comments pissed for the mom the mom was going back and being like i want abby to live an independent life when i'm not around and she doesn't live with me anymore and she's upset she can't say she feels like Belle. she needs to say how she actually feels and people were going back and forth with this mom who has been an expert of autism in her own right for 24 years with her own child and it's like stuff like that where people say like well i'm autistic and i'm like the people in my life understand what i mean and it's like You know, and it's like, I'm not invalidating your experience, but at the same time, don't use that to invalidate others. And that's why, that's why I talk about this punching down and using it as a point of moral superiority because for what? Side note. Yeah. People like y'all who go into people's video comments and stuff and just want to talk about yourselves Mm -hmm. and be like, well, I think, and this is my experience and I don't like, shut the fuck up. Save your, your typing, save your thoughts and emotions. Like just take a second and think, is this even any of my business? Right. These people need to hear from me on this. Like, is this really like so important that they need to hear about my personal experience? It saves me personally from like making a lot of comments on videos Mm -hmm. because like my opinion doesn't fucking matter for the most part (laughs) i would never like why would you it just pisses me off that people bring in their own opinions into you like this happened i watched a season of love on the spectrum it might have been the australian or new zealand season oh yeah i went to the twitter I guess I saw it, people talking about it on Twitter. And they were like mad at the lady who was a specialist teaching them about dating. Mm. They were like, it's just not right that she's teaching them about holding open doors and pulling back seats. They shouldn't have to learn the traditional ways of dating. Like they're autistic. They shouldn't have to learn how normal people do things. And I was just like, 
why are you making an issue out of nothing? I don't see any of the the participants there pissed about being there. They weren't unhappy to be learning this. And again, if they want to live in the real world where they might not come across people who understand them, they might not have the tools to explain to people why they are the way they are or what they think. Mm -hmm. It kind of is helpful. It's kind of almost like, I mean, I don't even want to equivalent it or like try to give an analogy here because it's a special case like it's not like whatever but I just like like why do y'all make an issue out of Mm non-issues like Mm -hmm. what do y'all y'all have so much fucking free time to be talking about shit that doesn't even matter or isn't a big deal like nobody's upset about this but you somebody who doesn't even know these people want to put in your two cents try to get a hate train going at this poor innocent lady who's Mm -hmm. made it her life's work to help these people acclimate telling her that she's wrong when they come to her for her services. I feel for literally every person who does ABA therapy, especially with young kids, it's difficult. It is difficult. You're doing it for six hours a day, like four to six hours a day with a child, trying to help them learn how to adapt. Really intensive therapy. It is hard. Ugh. And I understand and there's pros and cons to ABA therapy too. It's tough. Just being like, well, leave them alone and let them be the way they are in a world that's confusing and scary. Just let them just be that way and not understand people and have people not understand them. Oh, my friends are around me. They understand. So you really think you're going to only ever have to talk to your friends like that most autistic people will only have to be in their close community that understands them. Isn't the goal that one day like they can live on their own and not have to call their mom or dad or siblings for help? It's an uphill battle and y'all make it even fucking worse trying to guilt moms Mm -hmm. and people who do this for a living into thinking that they're actually being horrible by helping i mean this is why i'm not liberal anymore (laughs) i don't i mean we talked about this i'm more moderate now Mm. because i just feel like half the shit y'all be arguing about is so pointless and dumb like y'all act like there aren't bigger horrible things in the world y'all be talking about the littlest shit that doesn't even fucking matter And it pisses me off. So at this point, I'm like, I don't even have an opinion about most things anymore. Because it's just like, I I mean, I think a lot of shit is fucked up in the world. And I used to like to complain about it. But just seeing people complain about stuff that's not even an issue. It's faux radicalism, faux radical leftism, because it's self-serving. True leftist liberal politics is like community oriented socialism, like about society. But most of this is just self-serving and done in a way. It's like, well, I feel this way, so... That's it. It should be inclusive just to me, not even to the community at large, because the community is intersectional. And a lot of people don't talk about that, about the community across colors, across creeds or whatever. I feel like by the end of the year, I'm going to be like fucking what's her name? Candace Owens. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The problem today is liberal America. <laughs> These fucking the liberals who don't want to fucking work. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? What? I don't even Some know what it. their platforms are. Like, what do they believe? Uh, Racism. Tommy Lauren lost her job because she said like women should have access to abortion, right? <laughs> oh yeah, something like that. See, they all fall. Candace Owen is like she's just like she likes Trump, right? What else? Yeah, she likes Trump. She did say something about Kim and. Kardashian and Kris Jenner that actually made sense but well I don't even know why she was talking about that what does that have to do with politics it doesn't it doesn't it just went viral so she knew what she was doing yeah I mean yeah I don't know what her show is but I assumed it was like on Fox or something and she was just like only talking about politics so I mean she's not wrong you are I mean they are that everything she said about them but it's also like who cares 
I, I really don't care about what they do anymore. Who the fuck cares about sex tapes and who leaked what and who's lying about leaking something? Everybody who's complaining about them, all their exes, y'all chose to get involved with them. Thank you. And when Thank it comes that down to it, at the end of the day, y'all aren't innocent people who like there are innocent black women who get their designs stolen from them, mm-hmm. who never did mm-hmm. business with them, who they literally steal their designs. And now we got to go to court because like you fucking owe me money. Uh, mm-hmm. cease and desist all that shit but these dudes who willingly went into that coven exactly. and now they've Literally. come out they've been chewed up and spit out and they're mad it's like bro you were happy while you were there like you wanted to be there so right and you went back so i don't i don't understand why you want us to care that sounds like like y'all's personal business it see is. this is the tip that i have i guess <laughs> this isn't the mental health tip i used to have a deep think remember oh okay. <laughs> Remember those days? Just try minding your business. Yeah. How about that? Just try minding your business. If it has nothing to do with you. When we were talking about Adam Levine and all that shit, that shit's just funny and interesting. Right. I'm not actively going to get into Adam Levine's mentions and be like, you horrible father and husband. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) I just think it's funny that he not only I think it's funny that people thought he was monogamous one and then two i think it's funny that he literally was going to name his baby after his side chick like that's crazy like something's wrong with him to even go that far but we talk about shit like that because it's funny Mm -hmm. i don't care about people i never met or whatever who don't make laws i remember when people um when what's her face made a billion dollars whatever one of them and the kardashians and people were like you know say what you want about kim say what you want about whatever but you know she's a feminist and she's a businesswoman at the end of the day there was this british youtuber i was watching she's like one thing about kim kardashian yeah is she makes money she can get the bag and i will never like shut up what is this accent? One thing know. about Kim Kardashian, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, funny. She knows how to um, Why don't we give a fuck if people are business people? Why is that a compliment? Like, why is that something that makes you worthy of our respect? I will never understand it when people are like, I, I mean, that's the shit. That's, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that made me this way where like I just shut down now mm. because like hearing things like they are business women, I'm like, so the fuck what what really? the fuck does that mean to me i that have to respect papa john's, they, like... they deserve like what the fuck why do i have to respect someone because they have own a business or they have a successful business why do i have to respect someone because they're a billionaire like why the why does that why is that worthy of my respect i don't understand it's, y'all's logic that's why i'm literally really like i don't care y'all don't have enough shit going on in your own lives these bills still have to get paid okay i still have to worry about if i'm gaining too much weight and need to hit the gym more exactly. <laughs> i still have to deal with this body dysmorphia fool oh, I, feel, I still got a cholesterol <laughs> i gotta like worry about my relationship with my parents mm-hmm. i don't i mean i guess maybe that's the escapism in it though maybe huh oh i guess so yeah which is probably why people go hard for them or like create yeah. become a barb you yeah. have to have a lot of like emptiness in your life i feel like to do you have that to, you have to be like i have a lot of shit going on that i don't want to pay attention to let me yeah. get in so on this feud. Up- yeah because <laughs> at least like this is some shit i can control i can maybe if it, you know it probably feels good to harass people online I'm sure i'm sure it does yeah 
Yeah. I don't know what you get with it. Like, I mean, to me, it just kind of, it's like literally that meme of that lady who's arguing with someone in a subway and then the camera pans and she's not arguing. Like, there's nobody there. It was like, who are you talking to? You're crazy. The one last thing I wanted to say, and this is just something that was <laughs> and all day long, kind of again with language, but a little bit different. Words that I have never heard before, but then I learn them and I feel like I hear them everywhere. One word is bespoke. I don't, I don't think up until last year, I'd never heard that word in my life. I think it means like crafted specifically for one thing. Bespoke bar, bespoke brows, bespoke cocktails, bespoke, bespoke, bespoke. Uh, what? I never thought it was an adjective. Oh, is it? Maybe I'm using it wrong. I thought, no. I, no, I don't know. You know, you said you've heard the word more. I really haven't. But that's what I think about. And I'm thinking like, oh, well, you know, that's really interesting that even in my big age, there are words that I've never heard of in my life that I'm now learning. And that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, there are literally millions of words. I think most people are just dumb. So we just use the same ones. Literally just got to make some smarter friends. <laughs> like when you're around people, I mean, most people don't use too many big words. So you're just going to hear the same like 300,000 maybe. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to like uh, roast myself, but... <laughs> Oh, no, it's okay. I also like the words like period, ah, 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 period, ah,